How's your mental health? Today, we're not gonna lie. Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of NGL. Today, we've got a really special episode in light of World Mental Health Day. We want to come together to talk about mental wellness. And you know, mental wellness is such an important topic and we really thought that there would be no better time than now to open up this conversation. So today, we are actually here to share some personal stories of what it's like to live with some mental health struggles that each of us have. And I think it's going to be a pretty personal episode, but we really wanted to do this to open up a space for conversation so that if you're struggling and you listen to something like that hopefully it can help you find some sense of comfort and companionship but even if you are not struggling in this hopefully listening to what we share will help you to catch a glimpse into what it's like living with um, some of these struggles we have, like, right? So before we jump into our episode proper, I just want to give a little bit of a trigger warning. In today's episode, we will be talking about some things like self-harm, suicide, anxiety regarding death and sickness. And so if these are topics that are triggering for you and you are not in the right hit space to listen to something like that right now, please feel free to just press pause and hit to another one of our episodes and come back another time when you're in a better hit space to listen to something like that. So with that, I I want to introduce our two guests for today. Maybe you can let us know what's your name and you can say hi to our audience. Okay, hi everyone. My name is Zheng Kai. Hi everybody, my name is Ash. Alright, so Zheng Kai and Ash, we have the privilege of getting two guy guests here today. I'm pretty excited la, because I do feel like <laughs> um, we don't get to hear the male perspective on mental health very often, but today we get to hear your stories. So... We're going to jump right in. We're going to talk about what it's like to live particularly with anxiety and depression, right? So, um, Ash and Chiang maybe um, you guys can begin by telling us what your journey has been like so far. When did it start? What are you struggling with and things like that? I think this happened when I was in um, JC2. Uh, so, so I won't reveal my age, but that's some <laughs> years ago. Um, so, what happened in JC2 was uh, actually... so. Um, the big picture was that I was accused of a crime. Um, so while I was still studying, everything happened very quickly. So, um, you know, it was a typical school day. I, I went to class. It was like my after, after morning assembly. It was an 8 a.m. class. The moment I entered the class, my form teacher suddenly came into the class and said, like, hey, actually, the principal want to talk to you. So I, I didn't know what it was about, you know. But then... Um, yeah, I, I just went, I chatted with my principal, I found out that uh, apparently I was being accused of a crime. So we spent a good two hours just chatting and, you know, um, talking about the situation. Uh, at the point in time, I was quite sure that I didn't do anything, so I was still like pretty calm, like, okay, you know, let's let's see where this goes. Um, so we chatted from like 8 to 10 a.m. And then 10 a.m., I was um, let go to go back to class. But uh, by then, I think already some doubt and confusion started being within me like okay did I do it did I not do it I, I started to become very confused so I like I went back to class like five minutes later I went back to the principal say hey actually I'm quite confused I have no idea what's going on um, and the principal directed me to the school counsellor so you know 8 to 10 principal then 10 to 12 I was talking to a school counsellor you know and the school counsellor was saying like oh you know maybe um, it didn't happen but if you keep thinking about it maybe it you know, inducers and reinforcing certain uh, thoughts within you. Um, so we chatted until 12. And then 12, I, I found out that the police was in school to talk to me. 
So we, I went back to the principal's office. I chat with the police until like 1, 1 plus p.m. And then the police wanted me to go down the next day to the police headquarters to give a statement. And then 1 plus, my parents came to school to fetch me back home. And then, you know, so so everything happened very, very quickly. Next day, I just went down to the police headquarters. I, I, I told them, you know, that um, I, exactly what I felt, that at first, I was quite sure I didn't do it. And then I became confused. Now, I'm not sure whether I did it or not. And it was like that. So by the time I left the police uh, headquarters, I, I think there wasn't a very clear, definite, like, date or, like, result about what's going to happen to me. Um, but the police uh, left me there and, and said, you know, they will... They will do their investigations and they will get back to me again when there is a, a, a resolution. So I think that that whole episode left me very, very confused because of the sheer pace that everything progressed. Like I had no time to process anything at all. Like what in the world is going on? Like 8 a.m. it was a normal school day. Suddenly my life is like upside down. I'm going to police headquarters the next day. So just the sheer pace of, of everything and, and the whole confusion, I, I think it got me very, very stressed. And and I would say uh, for the few months after that, uh, I, I fell into depression for a number of reasons. Because um, firstly, like I didn't know what was going to happen to me. And, you know, like uh, growing up in those days, you watch like Mediacorp dramas and, and all that, you know, they, they have this like, it's a lot better now, but they used to paint this negative like connotation or oh, go to jail, come out, oh, cannot do anything, uh, your your life is screwed and everything. So I think that reinforced a lot of like, okay, um, well, I really don't want to go to jail, you know, and, and what's going to happen if I'm going, going to jail? There were a lot of these what if questions that were happening Um within me I think you can you can relate as well. And and, and so that you no know, for for those uh few months it, it was that kind of uncertainty, the anxiety, that those depressed uh, feelings that really led to uh, a number of uh, uh, manifestations within me. I mean firstly um, it led me to uh, do self-harm. So it's it's quite funny. I mean, I'm I'm quite tall. I'm seated down. I'm not sure if it can be seen. I'm quite tall. Uh, but I don't know why the teachers put me in the front row of the class. But even within the front row of the class, right, while the lessons are ongoing, I'll take a scissors and cut myself on the arm. You know, and this happened regularly, like in class, at home, um, anywhere. And the those those thoughts were so dark. You know, they were very, very dark thoughts. So, and then it, it wasn't just that. I think the other thing was also it uh, led me to, to have, you know, uh, suicidal ideation. You know, I, I recall some nights I can carve myself on the arm and actually the wrist is just there. It's All I have to do is flip and I can cut it. And, you know, I, I'm not sure how true it is. You, you cut, you die from bleeding, but that's what TV dramas say anyway. It was like all these thoughts that were ongoing, you know, and... It, it went on for quite a few months because there was no news from the police. And amidst all the confusion, the physical self-harm, the suicidal ideation, I recall very clearly that one thing I was very sure of and, and I held it firmly within me, right? That if the end result is that I'm going to go to jail, I would rather die. Yeah. Did anyone yeah. ask you? So yes, definitely. So the thing is, while all those were, were happening... I was still in school. I didn't drop out from school. I was still serving in, in the ex-co ex for my like CCA and so on. So clearly, I had a lot of close interactions with friends um, in, in school. Um, quite a few uh, of them saw the scars. Uh, but you know, maybe 
Uh, I was like that, lah. JC not so mature, right? They'll they'll just be like, "Hey, you you emo, ah, you know." <laughs> and they they just brush me off, like kind of like that, you know. But there were some uh, friends who were a bit more concerned. They saw the scars and and really asked, you know, um, if I was okay. But honestly, back then, I maybe for fear of I don't know what they would think of me, or maybe perhaps because. I don't even have answers for myself as to what is going on. Why am I feeling this way? I didn't open up really to 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 many people at all. Maybe I, I recall maybe just one or two people. I I kind of shared briefly what was going on, um, and and they did show concern. You know, one of them said they'll they'll pray for me. I remember to this day, um, but there was really nothing much they could do because I also. Have they probably answers. also don't know what to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask a bit more about that whole experience of self harm, right? Because I do remember that back when I was in school. I mean, we we did have friends also la, who kind of like self harmed and all. And I remember that there would always be two main thoughts. Like when people talk about them secretly or whatever it is, right? You would either assume that they are emo, or you would wonder whether they are attracting attention, right? Mm. So, um. Were those thoughts that were directed to you? Were there people talking about you behind your back? Did you know? Not that I was aware of, but of course, um, like I said, some friends who who saw they just asked me, "Hey, is it I I emo?" Perhaps like as a almost with a tone of wanting to trivialize, like you know, hey, maybe it's not as serious as they think it is, or or perhaps maybe just out of a, um, they don't know what I'm going through, yeah. you know, and of course. Internally within me, of course, I I don't think I did it to attract attention per se, um. But the fact that I mean, I put it on the arm, I knew that people were going to see, and perhaps internally, I did want people to ask. It was a cry for help. Yeah, it was a cry for help that perhaps it's in a different representation, like verbally. I I didn't know how to tell people what I was feeling and and ask for help, but perhaps that was a a way for people. To want, I want for for me to want people to care yeah, for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Ash, do you relate with like some of the stuff that John Kai was sharing? Um, I relate a bit, but I don't struggle with depression. I struggle more with anxiety. Um, basically, what happened for me is that uh, two years back, uh, my dad uh, had cancer. Uh, it was a very huge blow. It just suddenly came out of nowhere, and uh, it just really felt like my world just crashed yeah. suddenly one day. It just crashed. Um, so uh, after going through the whole like chemotherapy, it was very smooth. It was it was uh, it was better than expected. So I thought you know from there on like oh okay maybe actually this whole thing is better than I thought it I, I it's better than I thought it was gonna be you know, um, and so from then on I thought like okay I think the 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 fear of losing a loved one is slowly dying away, yeah. But then, uh, on the week of my birthday, something even more, um, something even worse happened. He had he had to be hospitalized, and during that week, I remember like the fear just like creeped in me and just like grew, like so fast. In that, um, the day that I got the news that he had to be uh, sent to the hospital, um, I just like you know, I felt there's this like your whole body just tends up, your mind just starts to race everywhere. Um, uh, it's a bit like how you relate, like you know, like like what they do, what they do. Like you just want the answers, mm. you just want the answers straight away from your 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 uh, those around you. So I kept asking my mom, like, what's happening to him? You know, what what's going on? He's like breathing hard. He's like having chest pains and everything. Uh, he's having high fever. And you know, for a chemo patient, 
fever is fever is like a a, a no go lah. So I remember just asking and asking and asking in hopes of getting an answer. And and during the asking, like I would break down, um, and and then just like that feeling of like hopelessness, like overwhelmed me lah. Yeah, like there's no answer to it. So like it's 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 not gonna be okay. Yeah. So when they sent him to the hospital, it was just I was left alone and it's really like a dark week because that was the week of my birthday um, I remember for three nights um, every single night I would cry um, and just cry and cry and cry just laying in the bed looking up turning side to side and just like all the tears just start coming up mm. yeah I don't think I've ever cried as much in my life before just like wow. yeah um, I think it was because like you feel very helpless There's, you, you knew that there's nothing you can do about it to make it better and he's all the way in the hospital and I'm here like I can't do anything like I'm the son you know I should do something but that feeling of helplessness just just like it just suffocated me you know um, thankfully um, he was he was okay they found out what's wrong um, and uh, on the on on my birthday you know he came back home and, and we celebrated um, we also celebrated his uh, um we celebrated his uh, remission from cancer as well. Yeah, so I thought, you know, life was smooth from then on. Like, okay, oh, this this problem is gone. Uh, this issue is gone. You know, life is like smooth sailing once again. Yeah, but fear had such a deep root in me because of this that whenever my mom or my dad tells me something that's happening to them, like, uh, oh, uh, the dad feels tired. Um, uh, mom, I feel, mom feels very dizzy today. Um uh, mom has a pain in her leg, things like that. Um, I will immediately, you know, that, that whole trauma from those those very um, painful moments will just start to come back. Mm. And then I will link everything to um, to cancer. So my mind just goes straight to there. Like something's wrong with your, your body, you know, there's the cancer spread. Mm. Something's happening to your stomach or if you're a pain, even for my mom as well. Yeah, it, because I think it was such a huge change in my life um, that every association with pain or the symptoms that are similar, um, you know, when you go, when you, when you get fever, you go to like WebMD, then you see like, oh. WebMD is the worst. Oh, Everything is cancer. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I got flu. Oh my God, I got cancer. Nose cancer. Yeah, nose cancer. <laughs> oh, I got a uh, leg pain. Oh, skin cancer, whatever lah. Yeah, so um, I, think it's, I think it's because of that that I kept looking at the symptoms that it reinforced this thought that Oh, this is what's happening yeah, to them. Yeah. Even though it's not, uh, even though it's not true, mm. but my my mind will just link mm. everything to that. Yeah, yeah. And, Do you and feel like it's something you cannot control? Like it just has a life of its own. Yeah. So I guess at that moment, because um, I didn't understand where this fear stemmed from, it was just there. So yeah. I didn't have a way of processing this. Like, like you cannot rationalize your way through it. Yeah, I was just looking through the lens of like this whole saga. Oh, pain, cancer, pain, cancer, um, and so everything. My mind, my mind links everything to that. Yeah, it's not that I didn't want to. Of course, like I don't want to link everything to yeah. to to cancer, but um, it just like automatically went there yeah. instantly, and that's why I I started to feel worry. Like my body will tense up again. Um, even something as simple as like oh, uh, daddy's tired. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh no, tired means something's wrong. Mm. You know, so. Um, um, it will it will hold uh, like it will it will stay in me until I get an answer mm. yeah I will start to breathe very hard I will start to to think about a lot of outcomes I overthink a lot 
um, and I start to um, like just just want to do something about it. Yeah, Was I don't it want to feel frustrating for you to like constantly be in that state of worry. Yeah, so I guess that tired me out a lot. Mm, like, like physically, physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, physically, I guess is still okay. Well, at least for myself, because you know, if, if you feel tired or you feel damn sad, just go to sleep, ah, go to take a nap. But emotionally and mentally, it it was a lot worse, mm. because um, mentally it's like, oh, this again. Yeah. Why am I so worried? Why am I so like? Is my mental health that weak? You know, Did it's you unending, it? right? Sorry, it's unending. Like yeah. you think about the what if. It's yeah. another what if. It's another yeah, just what like if. yourself. Yeah. It's just it's just what ifs after what yeah. if after what if. But did you know to label it anxiety, or to you it's just like how come I cannot stop worrying? Yeah, I guess at that moment I didn't know it was like anxiety yet. Okay. Yeah, it was just like why am I so worried? Okay. Yeah, why am I so so fearful about this and like it's it's something so trivial, you know? Yeah, so um, mentally it affected me that way, and and I started to. I guess in a way, get sick and tired of me always reacting this way, mm. and so it's like a it's like a it's like a battle within myself. Like on one hand, the strong man wants to like everything's gonna be all right, everything's gonna be okay. But on the other hand, there's that there's that weaker man who just like succumbs to all these things and like why are you like this? Like like you just you're supposed to be stronger than this. Like why do you keep falling into this again? Yeah, and 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 uh, on top of the what ifs, on top of all these things, on top of the, all the thoughts, um, it just pulls you down deeper. And emotionally, you start to feel a lot more, um, uh, like the 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 anxiety will make you feel a little bit sad and a little bit like low mood, lah. Yeah, not really to the stage of depression, but it, you just feel like there's no joy in you anymore. You're just like the the life can suck, get sucked out of you just from one message from them. Yeah. Oh, he's not feeling well. Boom! Your whole day is like ruined. Um, but I guess for me, what helped was that I got, or at least, um, uh, what helped for me is that I got an answer from it. So for example, like let's say, there was this season where, um, uh, there's this time where my dad was tired. Then I was a bit like, oh, why is he tired again? Is there something wrong? And then after that, my mom told me like, oh, he, he went to change the pipe. I went to fix the pipe. Then in my head, I was like, okay, I'm relieved. But at the same time, I went like, huh? Like, I also worried. <laughs> like, like, like that. yourself. Yeah, like, like, only, like, you worry for what? Mm. Yeah, why, why are we so worried about that? Yeah, it just, he, he fixed the pipe. Then it starts to link, you know, in your head. He fixed the pipe, he's, he's tired, you know, it's a lot of manual work. And yeah, he's tired. Why did I link it to, to cancel or something else, you know? Yeah, so I get more frustrated myself because of this. And it repeated and repeated and repeated. So, um, I remember this time I just kept saying like, wow, I'm so tired. I'm so tired that this thing keeps happening and happening and happening again. And there was no, um, uh, there was no freedom from this. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I relate with what you said. Eh. Um, not because I struggle with anxiety. So in, in some sense, it's quite refreshing for me to, okay, not refreshing, lah. that's quite a bad word when we're talking <laughs> about mental health struggle, right? But interesting mm. for me to hear you share your story because I think um, I don't have a very clear understanding of what it's really like to live with anxiety. Um, for me, it was more of like struggling with um, depression. I have never really been officially like diagnosed because I've never sought like professional help. But there were seasons in my life where um, I fell into very, very, very low moods. And I know that it's not me. 
Like, mm. because by nature, actually, as a person, I'm quite, like, bubbly. I'm quite optimistic. I think you ask anybody who has known me for my entire life, right, they would probably tell you that I'm quite cheerful as a mm. person. Yeah, so, like, when I first kind of fell into that, um, sometime in JC also, something wrong with the <laughs> system. <laughs> like, I think in J2, like, like, I suddenly ended up in this period of time where I just feel super low, you know. And I, I couldn't trace why mm. so that actually was super frustrating for me because like for you guys there there was a clear trigger yeah like there was an incident or a, an event that caused that right for me i really didn't have it so i was just like wow i already so stressed with school i got so many problems then inside me also got this problem mm. coming mm. up right so i i didn't really know what was happening but mm. how i would describe it to people um eventually when i shared right is that it always just felt like a dark cloud that came over me. And I say that because I feel it is not my natural self. So it really feels like something comes over me and weighs me down and I just can't get out of it. Yeah. Mm. So when I'm with people, right, like actually I'm very okay and I'm extremely normal. I don't have any dark thoughts or feelings of sadness, heaviness. But the minute people leave and like I'm alone, right, immediately this feeling will come. Mm. So I remember this um, particular day. This was like, I think more than 10 years ago and I remember it till this day. My friend came over to my house to bake, right? And so we had like a really, really good day together. We were laughing. I still have the photos and videos till this day. Um, and so it was a very nice day. Eventually when she had to go home, I walked her off to the MRT station. And I remember clearly that the minute she tapped in and she walked in, mm -hmm. I turned and began to walk home, right? The feeling came back again. Mm -hmm. And I was so irritated because I just felt like, like there was nothing that could have caused me to feel badly, right? Then how come like, I just cannot shake this feeling off. Mm. There was another day I remember coming back from school and I think because I travelled home alone, right? So on the way home, I was already feeling very low and very down. And I think when I stepped into my house, like it was clear from my face. Lah. So apparently like my, my dad picked up on it. Then he asked me like whether I was okay. But I refused to like tell them that mm. I'm going through yeah. this, right? So I just like, yeah, I'm okay. After I went to the toilet and I cried for one hour. And then like shower and clean everything off my face and then go to my room and do my homework. You know, so like, mm. I don't know. I think for me, it was always very confusing um, as to why I was going through something like that. And because it was confusing, I was very frustrated. Mm. Like I didn't know where it came from. So I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't like being in this state, but mm. it felt like there was nothing I could do about it. And because I don't understand it, I don't even know how to begin telling people mm. about what I'm going through. Um, and I don't know why, but there was even a, a weird sense of shame about it. Like, when I consider, like, wanting to tell my best friend what I'm going through, right? Like, it's not even that I can't find the right words to say. It's just, like, I don't know why, leh, like, where this sense of shame came from. But it just felt very paise to, like, have to tell somebody that, like, this is something that I'm going through like I feel very low mm. um, so I think that kind of in some sense trapped me in it for a while where I knew that something was clearly not okay but I didn't really know how to say it mm. um, but eventually I, I did come to a point where I, I opened up to her about it I told her like this is something that I'm going through um, mm. I had no explanation for it so I thought if you ask me why I have no answer but like this is just something that I'm going through and I don't understand and mm. Yeah, I just thought that I should tell somebody about it. And I remember that she just sat with me outside this like room in school, right? And then we just sat at the bench and I just cried and cried and cried and cried. And then all she did was sat there and then she put her hand on me and she looked at me. 
Yeah, just like... <laughs> yeah, so... Um, but I think that in itself, like, kind of gave me some form of, like, release and mm, help. Yeah. So just being able to talk about it, like, lifted yeah. some of the burden. Um, but it didn't really go away completely. So this particular episode kind of ended after a while. Mm-hmm. But because it started out of nowhere and then it kind of ended on its own, right? Like, actually, after the whole thing, I was just very, very confused. Like, I had no idea why I was like that. And because I had no answers, I think I kind of lived in a bit of a fear of it coming back. So um, along my uni years, like, there were some times where... Generally, I think when I'm very stressed and then when I'm a bit more isolated in mm. that period of time, right, these feelings do come back. And when it starts to come back, right, I, I feel scared because yeah. I feel like, oh no, maybe it will come back again and I have no idea what caused it to go away the previous mm. time. So if it comes back this time, right, like I don't have the handles yeah. to deal with it. Um, with that fear, right, also came... Um, fears about the future like what if next time when I get married and then I get pregnant right and then after I give birth then I fall into postnatal depression <laughs> how ah? like my mind really goes all the way there mm. and like I don't know man like, I was just like scared lah. Um, so I think this happened quite a bit throughout my uni years um, and it didn't really resolve itself maybe because I didn't really seek help um, then sometime in the previous few years like in 2019 I actually fell into a pretty intense um, period of loneliness so it's the I, I would say it's the most serious one so far mm. um, and this one I could identify the triggers I think I was in a period of time in my life where I was experiencing some friendship issues mm. then at the same time um, my grandmother passed away and it was it was very difficult for me because I actually was by her side when she took her last breath. So um, I was the one that I was in the room with my aunts, right? And then my grandma kind of stopped breathing. Mm-hmm. And I think my aunts couldn't deal and they didn't know how to deal with it, right? So I was just witnessing the entire breakdown. And then they asked me to like ascertain whether or not she's alive. So, so it was just a very weird place to be in. I think that feeling and that sight stuck with me for a very mm. long time because I'm a very visual person. Um, so there was that. Then at the same time, I think I was experiencing some um, very difficult relationships in my life where um, there were some people who were struggling with their own mental health. And then because of that, I was kind of bearing the brunt of their volatility mm. and their um, yeah la, their outbursts. La. So I think all of this combined together made it a, ex, an extremely bad recipe yeah. and a very, very bad place for me to be mentally. So I yeah. think that kind of tips me over the edge and I fell into I fell into this period of time where I was just very low. I would wake up and just stare at the ceiling and not really want to do anything. Um, I had no appetite, which mm. is extremely rare for me because mm. like, I yeah. love to eat. <laughs> yeah, so the minute I don't want to eat, like something's wrong with me. Yeah. So... I think there were these signs. Um, but at the same time, because as a person, I'm quite high functioning. So actually nobody knew. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't look it. I can still joke. I can still laugh. I still go to work. I still talk a lot of rubbish. But then nobody knows. Lah, that mm. actually in the morning when I wake up, and at night when I lie on my bed, right, I just feel so low and I just don't want to do anything with my life. So I think this went on for quite a while. Um, yeah. And it was one of the, the most difficult times that mm. I was in. Lah. Yeah. So I'll share more about it later. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to kind of ask you also like I don't know as you went through like what you went through with your dad and for you navigating that whole like like incident in JC right like did it get better at some point uh, and what was that whole journey like because I'm sure that it was very frustrating it was very tiring 
um, I think seeking help probably looked different for different people, right? So, um, what was that journey like for you, Ash, lah, maybe? Mm. Did it get better at some point? Mm. I think at that time, like, it still rested in me. This fear rested in me. Every day was like, every day I was on edge. Um, but there came, a, there came a time whereby my dad's health issues slowly kind of got better. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, okay, it's been a while since something happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe everything is okay, mm. you know. Um, it doesn't happen overnight like this, but I guess the the feeling just sort of subsided. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, everything's fine now. Yeah, and then um, uh, this year was the year that, that kind of, I, I kind of like decided that this was the year I I learned how to, you know, breathe again. I learned how to um, relax a little bit, learn how to take breaks, learn how to, to, to get my mind off fear and this and things like that. Yeah, so I thought, okay, this year, you know, maybe I'll go on a retreat. I'll go on a, uh, I'll just remember to take charge of my mental health first. So, okay, this year is going to be a very restful year. So, started the year very nice, you know. Um, then I went to reservist. So, I thought that going for reservist would be, oh, okay, I'm out of family, I'm out of work, I'm going to be man mode for the next one half weeks. You tell me what to do, I do, I come, I go home, you know, I'm going to be brainless for, for one half weeks. Mm. Yeah, so I thought it was going to be real chill, you know, take our mind off work. Um, the, but it was really the contrary of what I expected things to, to unfold, you know. Mm. Um, what happened that week the the first week that I went in, um, I think it was a Thursday. On a Thursday, I got an anxiety attack in camp. One of the weirdest places to get anxiety attack, but um, it came. It like I was in the classroom, just doing nothing, minding my own business, just sitting there. And then suddenly, I felt very nauseous. Nauseous, I felt very weird. It's like, why do I feel so weird? Um, like something's not right. You know, I started to feel like. Um, like bloating and, and things like that I just started to feel very on edge I really felt very choked out. I was breathing very hard I, I, I said like, okay I need to go and sit down can you guys get me a cup of water so I went to sit down and I was still breathing and breathing yeah and then they released me to the the medical bay and I just I just laid there you know at the, on the bed I was like this was supposed to be the year that I you know, I, I breathe properly and the complete opposite of breathing happened where I feel like I was being suffocated. Um, like, what's going on? Yeah, I really like, this This. This. This question was in my head. Like, why, why is this happening? Yeah. Like, what's going on? What triggered it? Mm. Yeah. And I think it was due to the fact that because there was nothing on my mind that this fear had complete freedom to release itself. Like, I had nothing to distract it with and it just came out. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? Because your fear used to be triggered by thoughts. Yeah. So now when you have no thoughts, that's how I was like, then you huh? fear. <laughs> like, like you can't win what, brother? Yeah, I cannot <laughs> win. It's there. So, um, yeah, so I was really on the bed. I was like, there's nothing here that's triggering me. There's like, uh, family is okay, you know, like I just feel like maybe like I, I, um, maybe I just feel tired or maybe the tiredness kind of linked it back to, you know, this whole thing again. Um, so like, what happened, you know? So a friend, she she said, uh, maybe it's because um, you really have nothing on your mind and that's why it it it, it came out. Mm. 
Yeah, so like, like what you say lah, can never win lah. Do you think it's because, right, when you finally get to relax, then everything can come out in full force? You get what I mean? In some yeah. weird way, because when you are tense, you maybe in some sense have some control. Yeah. So Is like, that how it works? When it, when I think when I was caught off guard, like, I was too relaxed lah. Then, um, just chilling, then suddenly, boom, came out. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of... Uh, understood by what she said that really I have nothing on my mind to distract me with and that's why it just came out on yeah, this full yeah. force yeah and so I thought things were going to get better but this was like the lowest of low I've ever been I've never suffered an anxiety or panic attack before mm. so this was very fresh to me I was like oh, this is not good was this it very discouraging? Really, yeah it, it felt like the fear won at the moment I was on bed and then I went home also I, I just like wow I feel defeated yeah. I feel like like you know like uh, it, it was a very strategic fight in the ring like I was caught off guard and then it, it just like punched me in the face it just like, uppercut me and then like I'm just there like ugh, like all bruises everywhere and I just felt like wow the fear won like I I lost yeah I like that picture you painted of like you being in that ring and you being beaten off guard, right? Like, what did that look like for you after that moment, you know? Did you get up? Did you stay on the mm. floor in the ring and just, like, lie there in shock? Uh, stay defeated. Stay defeated. <laughs> yeah. Stay down. Don't because move. I think it's a very real experience. Like, yeah. especially because you've always had those feelings, but you've never actually had a full-blown panic attack, right? So, if I was you, honestly, like, this would make me feel like, oh my gosh, this is the start of something new and in yeah. the most terrible way. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 uh, the next few days like I was at home I really felt weak like weak for no reason or so um, like I remember waking up um, and I just felt so lethargic like I have enough rest I'm, I'm well rested I, I didn't go out I took MC so like again I have like complete freedom to like rest at home like, I, I just don't want to do anything I just want to like lay in bed not and you feel like anything. if something happens you cannot fight it already yeah, I feel like it won. Sun was shining, clouds were there, birds were chirping, but... But, but the, not on you. <laughs> yeah, not on me. It's like rain and like darkness, you know. There was that firm conviction of wanting to die if I'm going to go to jail, but yet there was, there was that tiny glimmer of if there's a way out of this... I want to cling on to it. Now, what it looks like for me is that, okay, family is going through something. Let's wait for the results to come out. Like, I still feel a bit anxious, but it's not the full blast of it. But somewhere along the journey, I think I kind of had a bit of a paradigm shift that I don't think hope is really found in the light at the end of the tunnel, but in who is with me mm. on this journey. 